Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse the Sammy Man Thorn. <laughs> Jordan Morris. Thinking of a new nickname to compete with Sammy Man. Yeah. Did you just have a sandwich? No, I Did ju- you just have a sandwich? I, I just ate our friend Elliot, Elliot Kalen's son, Sammy. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'll be calling the police then. <laughs> uh, it sounds like you murdered uh, it. No. You, it was a I sandwich. It was a sandwich and it wasn't made of human meat. Look, Jordan, once in a while, yes. I come in to the office mm-hmm. around 11. If I'm coming into the office around 11, there's one thing that you can count on. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working in the morning a little bit from home. It's not just that I'm starting work at 11. Let's make it clear. Sure. I'm working hard for your donation dollars. Mm-hmm. If I'm coming into the office at 11, you know I'm stopping at the East Side Italian Market. Oh, yeah? I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat some of those fireman sandwiches. Uh, I, if we're just checking in food-wise. Yeah. Uh, I have not had lunch yet. I'm still coasting off my Norm's Bigger Better breakfast. Ooh. Yeah, seven seven fifty. What, what do you get? What are you getting there? Corned beef hash. Uh, no, the Bigger Better breakfast comes with eggs, hash browns, bacon, and sausage, and a little ham slice. Well, what about corned beef hash? Uh, I think you can get corned beef hash. I have I had the corned beef hash at Norm's. I don't know. I th- it's I bet the I bet you they do a good hash. Have we already addressed the fact that? Uh, corned beef hash. Number one, corned beef hash, my favorite restaurant breakfast food. Sure. By a comfortable margin. Mm-hmm. Number two, I think I prefer corned beef hash straight out of a can. Mm. Like, the worse the restaurant is, right. the more I enjoy the corned beef hash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've you don't a... want anybody's riff on corned beef hash. God, no. It probably has bell peppers in it. Oh, that sounds good. Anyway, sorry. No. I like a bell pepper. I oh. like a bell pepper in a breakfast food. Why is, it in, why is it in my hash? Get it out of my hash. It's too bitter. It's a little tang. No, I don't want the bitterness. Sorry if, I don't sorry want the if bitterness. Daddy doesn't like a little tang. <laughs> Daddy loves tang. Don't get all me wrong. Right, all right. I'm an astronaut, baby. <laughs> okay. But I don't like it in my hash. Mm. Mm. Keep the tang out of the hash. Yeah. Should hmm. we introduce our guest on this week's yes. program? Yes. That's that to me sounded like keep the tang out of the hash. Uh-huh. I was a little afraid it might remind people of like the slogan of a racist politician from the fifties. <laughs> Somebody running for a sheriff in Broward County. Yeah, that is like now inexplicably running for office again. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> now he's in a wheelchair, but he's popular. Sure. Okay. It tells it like it is. This week's guest is running for sheriff in Broward <laughs> County. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, uh, he's promising to keep the tang out of the hash. He's. Uh, I just want to keep this town the way it's always been. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Somebody's standing up for the old way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a racist druid. <laughs> uh, this week's guest, a beloved Jordan Jesse Go guest of, of a decade or more. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a writer on the hit television program BoJack Horseman, as well as an upcoming television program from our friend Lisa Honewalt. Mm-hmm. He is, most importantly, an executive producer of the top five comedy podcast bubble, Nick Adams. Repeat in the house. I just want to say... I moved to Los Angeles. Are you accepting in an award? Nineteen ninety-seven. Uh huh. 
I've been coming for Karen Kilgariff since that day. Oh, you got you got Kilgariff in your sights. You're about to take I've her down. I've been coming for her since that day. Everything I have done in my comedy career. When you saw, it's all been a smokescreen. You saw her as an occasional bit player on Mr. Show. I saw you were her. Like, I am taking that. You Dude, heard the Girls words, Guitar oh, you, Club. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did Girls Guitar Club. A short Club. film with Nick Swardson. No, live. Girls Guitar Club live with... Um, uh, Marilyn Rice Marilyn Rice Cup. And I was just like, I, I can't have it. I have to take her down. Right. So everything I've done comedically in all these years has been to get to this moment to take her podcast down. Remember how they used to have that song about what's that? What's that uh, mall on? Don't sun- praise our enemy. <laughs> Don't praise mall? our hilarious oh, enemy. I'm just. I'm not saying that she's praiseworthy. I'm just saying. Remember that? What's that mall on Sunset uh, in West Hollywood uh, where there's like a there's like a movie theater? It's right by the sunset. Barney's Beanery. Well, oh. you're off. You're off. Yeah. Your geography's no. off because you're okay. an east side dude and you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't. Not at you're all. You're conflating two places. Okay. Barney's Beanery is on Santa Monica, so that's okay. south. But the place you're talking about is 8,000 Sunset the, on the Strip. There's a mall that used to be like the Virgin Megastore was there. Yeah, I don't that's know the one. That's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah. Remember how they used to have that's that song? That's an AMC now. How they used to have that <sighs> song so about how- It's how a that, dine-in AMC. Though, how so that, mall was, food. that mall was run by lizard people. <laughs> I don't, but that sounds really funny. <laughs> yeah. Local jokes get you local work. Local jokes get you local uh, work. How about, how about an old guy joke? That's the mall where I first listened to the Black Star album on a listening station. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Should we explain our feud with Karen Kilgariff rather than just yeah, taking yeah, shots yeah. at someone with a at a random more beloved and better podcast, talented and very successful podcast, someone with was... like fourteen Emmys? <laughs> sure, yeah. Now and someone who's been a guest on this and, show, and probably a friend, and a, ten and a, times, and a, and a friend who we like. Now she only swipe at in jest. She... Also, kind of a bitch who's got what's coming to her. Yeah, oh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> wow, no, no, taking her down. No. Sure. Um, Karen Kilgariff is mm-hmm. one of the hosts of the hit podcast, My Favorite Murders, mm-hmm. and Murderers. Murderers. My favorite murderers. Our favorite singular. murderers. Mm-hmm. How, an S. Not, how I met not, your murderer. And it's just murderer. S. It's not murderers. <laughs> it's not like that kind of podcast. Mm-hmm. I, do you think we'll ever find out how she met her murderer? In the last episode, and then people will be kind of bummed. It's not and a, have it's to not a grave diggers it. album. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Nick is just trying to speci- he's like looking inside me to press specific <laughs> buttons that joke was for you like nobody who listens to this show is going to get that reference like there are five dudes are going to google it and yeah. they're like okay I got it <laughs> um, so Karen Kilgariff is the host of the number two comedy podcast in America yeah. uh, America's favorite non-Joe Rogan podcast yeah <laughs> and what could be funnier than the Joe Rogan podcast? Hard to say. Um, and I think that I think we're going to take her down. I had a tweet war with her today. Oh, um, she said that I owe her fifty thousand dollars. Okay, for her digital influencer mm-hmm. exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to pay the invoice. I'm wow. going to trump this thing. Wow, that's a bad precedent to set. Digital influencer because oh I thought you meant not paying invoices no that's fine that's, like that, that worked, worked that president, for the president that mm-hmm. president anyone who's worked freelance knows that that president has been set for hundreds of years that's a president and even if president. it says and yeah. even if it says in small type on the bottom for every thirty days fifteen percent penalty they they'll, they'll ignore that yeah no. there's no way to enforce that small type no 
It's on there for a reason. Type's too small. It. Type's too small. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't notice it. That's yeah. the law. How do you know it's a law? Got to read the small type. Got to read the small type. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at the you very least, it. if you're going to use that small type, set it in courier new and double space it so it takes up a little more room. <laughs> right, sure. You know? Maybe mm. add a GIF. <laughs> these things are all... They're all digital these days. You can add a gift to your You're to your legal document. But gift. I think I think Karen's on to something. Digital influencers are a real thing. Yeah. Like they're absolutely people who come up with phrases and memes and all of a sudden you move the culture if you say, Hey, fucking ESPN is retreating a gift that I created. I'm a digital influencer. Is like that her. what we should be doing? Trying targeting ESPN with gifts? Uh, for bubble? Yeah, I mean, like maybe Allison Becker playing in a celebrity softball game on VH1. <laughs> sure, <laughs> or maybe, maybe we can just get a nice shot of me mm-hmm. or Nick mm-hmm. or you, so anybody involved in Bubble. Yeah, and we're we got we get a big pizza delivered, right? Just as big a pizza. <laughs> I don't know if Pizza Hut's still making the Bigfoot. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> but if they are, yeah, round or rectangular. Uh, I mean, I think I'm just looking for pure size here. Okay. I mean, I think obviously if it's round, it reads better as a pizza. Right, but I think if it's got pepperonis on it, rectangular will be fine. Right, sure. Um, Stuffed crust? Yeah, not that important for the GIF. Um, mm-hmm. Aesthetically. Are you asking me what I would prefer to eat after we're done with this GIF shoot? I just feel like there's. it's possible, and you're the expert here. Sure. That's why I'm asking Thank you. Thank you. But it's possible that if the crust is stuffed... It gives it a kind of potential energy, sort mm-hmm. of like the glow mm-hmm. on a pregnant woman. Right, sure. You know what I mean? Now you got what you call in the biz a hat on a hat. See, what you uh, want okay. is that you got a big pizza. You don't need a goofy big pizza. The big pizza itself is goofy. Sure, right, exactly. So you consider stuffed crust to be goofy? Yeah. But it so would be look- funny if a pizza was wearing a hat, though. I think we could all agree. <laughs> hat pizza. That if the pizza had or, a Or or you get like a Jamaican guy who shows up. <laughs> And he's got the big hat on. You're like, hey, bro, where the fuck is my pizza? And he's like, easy, mine. <laughs> pizza. Oh, and he takes off the hat, and there it is. Warm and toasty. Sure. <laughs> See, oh, the mine boy. sticks. So we have a hat. We have a pizza. Maybe yeah. the pizza has a hat on it. Maybe it's By the way, Nick can say that because he's Jamaican. <laughs> I am 100%. Nick King, as you can tell by how easily I slipped into the authentic accent. Man, you've done some great voices. You've done racist Southern Sheriff and also Jamaican Pizza Guy. All Robin Williams caliber level. (laughs) Do you want to recreate the trailer from Toys where he's yelling in the middle of a cornfield? I have a really on-the-nose gay guy that I'm going to do in about five seconds. I can't can't wait to meet meet MC Repeat. Oh, boy. Uh, (laughs) Are you going to cross your arms? Oh, yo, yo, yo. All right. <laughs> Why people? Nobody said. People stop saying yo yo yo. Who's like eighty four. When the white the, people kept doing. It. Who was the first person to say yo yo yo? Where did that come from? That had to come from somewhere. Probably yo yo ma. <laughs> Probably yeah. He was, My just saying, he was just yelling his own name, and people misheard him. Yeah, that guy hit the cello with a b boy stance. Sure. <laughs> um, so here's my gift idea. Okay, we can get a big pizza delivered. I mean, I guess now, just because in this period of brainstorming, it's delivered underneath the hat of a Jamaican guy, and also it has a little hat on it. Round. Right. Round. It's round. Yes. It's not rectangular. That's all I need. Yeah. And we don't want this to be silly. But it does have pepperonis in it. <laughs> Got it. Sure. On it. I mean, that helps. what, what it is re- happening? That helps it <laughs> on read it. Wait, pizza. hold on. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Just hold on. On it. Yeah. On right. It. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yes, was concerned yes. about what you were doing with your pizza. No, no, no. 
Pepperonis are on the pizza. Because we were talking is, about stuffed crust. I didn't know if we were sliding pepperoni no, inside no, the dough. Not, yeah, I don't want. We're getting. Or, 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 or do we? What Nick is. <laughs> oh, what, yeah, sure. <laughs> what Nick is saying here, I think, is that it's important to have the pepperonis on the pizza so you can see them and you register. Right. This is a pizza. You don't think it's a particularly, this is be sure, a popular, a particularly yeah. flat lemon meringue right. pie. Yeah. The, the big circles pop. The mm-hmm. big red circles right, exactly. pop. Let you know. And you get, you know, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you're on Insta, and you're mm. scrolling quickly. You want to be able to get the idea of this right. gift. What's the? Isn't the pizza right. emoji? Is that? Is that pepperoni? It's got to be right. It, be pe- yeah, I think so. I haven't okay. sent a pizza emoji in a while. Which I haven't is, yet. Yeah, it's a shame. Sure, it's a shame. Um, I usually send a pizza emoji to signify a dick. <laughs> oh, right, because if you're <laughs> a sloppy cheesy, <laughs> sloppy cheese dick, a, gre- a nice greasy dick. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> coming at you hot and sure, flat. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'll send like I'm so pizza slice for you. Mm, sure. Yeah. Uh, Which I, means I'm so dick mm-hmm. for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hot this and flappy. Yeah, yeah, for you. <laughs> Not if you fold it. You have to fold my dick. <laughs> if you fold my dick, it's pretty sizable, narrow, yeah. and hot. Don't but eat also, it with a fork and knife, no. though. But do, I mean, you know, if you're watching your calories, maybe dab it with a napkin. Maybe right. just dab. Give it a couple of dabs. How many ladies would like a hot, thin <laughs> dick? Sure. <laughs> um, when in your sh- we're in Chicago. It's a deep dish. My dick's a deep dish. Oh. Yeah, it's more of a casserole. <laughs> Shut up. Stop. Just eat it. Stop. You're I'll never be- going to be here again. <laughs> I don't really consider it pizza. No, just eat your lasagna. <laughs> All pizzas are good. All pizzas are good. All pizzas. There's no bad pizza. Vegan pizza's bad. Yeah, vegan Gluten-free pizza. crust vegan. is bullshit. Yeah, sure. I try to call, that's not a try to pizza. cauliflower crust. Yeah, that's just like a bread sandwich good. that you that's made. not good. That's not pizza. Anyway. That's an open-faced mm-hmm. uh, bread <laughs> slice that you made. Would you like to have a pizza with a little Smokies on it? I would like to have a pizza with that. Wait, wait. wait that little, might be good. Wait, what? Little Smokies are... Oh, wait, a little Smokies are like, like the wiener? Farmer John. <laughs> Fully on board. Shit, man. Yeah, and yeah if you yeah. do the, like a California Pizza Kitchen like barbecue sure, sauce sure, instead of... Sure. Fuck, man. Scallions. That might be good. Yeah. Anyway. My th- my idea is I get it the pizza delivered and then I look at it and then the caption is that's me when I see that D. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast and then, well, and then that gets so popular. So we would share that with that's what we would share with, with ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, <laughs> could Podcast we share it? Would it just be ESPN mm-hmm. or could we also share it with MLB Network? Because I think Harold Reynolds might be interested. <laughs> well, in I think maybe the next logical step would be to share it with a Twitter account of the ESPN Zone. Oh, okay, yeah, the, sure. Uh, the popular ESPN themed chain restaurant. What about the Fox Sports restaurant? Well, I mean, I let's see if ESPN wants it to be like an exclusive thing. I mean, we ate lunch at Fox Sports restaurant together once after our disastrous San Diego Comic Con appearance. Oh yeah, I remember that being good. <laughs> Was it good? <laughs> the Fox Sports restaurant. Yeah. I mean, we were hungry. Sure. Uh, shame generates a lot of hunger. And that's true. Anyway, I hope to eat at the Discovery Channel restaurant sometime. Uh huh. That doesn't exist. We'll but see. Maybe it'd be funny if there was another might, might cable themed. I only eat at the Ovation Network mm-hmm. restaurant. Ooh, la true, la. true TV has a food truck. <laughs> I love that True TV food truck. Yeah. Adam Conover works there. They make they make him drive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can't eat his food. He ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just so you know, there's E. coli in he's this. He's a nice God man. We're on a video game chat thread together. No, he's great. Adam Conover's a peach. Brilliant mm-hmm. guy. It's the name of the show I was joking on. Very Bo- funny. BoJack Horseman's and Bojack Horseman's own. 
put this on customer. There you go. Yeah. He's a, well, he's he, a snazzy. He, he's a snazzier. He is a snazzy. He's not Paul F. Tompkins snazzy quite. No, he's not he's as not grand quite, as Paul F. Tompkins yeah. because his hair is doing the work. His hair does a lot of the work. His hair comes in the room a second before he does, and you're right. already charmed. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, I want I want to I want to maybe bring this around to a past episode real quick. Thank you. Um, Jesse, you regaled us with a lovely trip or with a lovely tale rather of your trip to Legoland. Nick Adams has recently been to Legoland. Ooh la la! I wanted to ask how how you found it, and maybe we can compare your two experiences. Had you been before? No, this is our uh, maiden voyage to Legoland. Uh, lots of highlights. One. The Los hi- Angeles hi- Laker Kentavious Caldwell Pope was also at Legoland. <laughs> I'm just saying. By himself or with children? No, no, no. With the whole Caldwell Pope family, wow. like mom, Kentavious Jr. Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Kentavia. <laughs> uh, George Foreman. <laughs> George, he just named his kid George yeah. Foreman III. Um let, here's Wait, the, I just stole a 30 Rock joke. Tracy Morgan named his kid George Foreman. Did he? Uh, anyway, well, I'm really do. sorry. I'm sorry. No, they, okay. they're fine. It's a funny oh, show. I was doing a reference. I everyone involved with that thing is a millionaire. Don't apologize. Okay. <laughs> um, no, uh, the crazy thing about Legoland is that it's not for the kids. It's for the parents. Like, they did, like they put two hotels right at the entrance. That yeah. is the smartest thing that anyone's ever done. What are you going to do? Be an idiot and go stay at some other hotel or stay in the hotel with Legos in the hotel? Though so, that having been said, there might be another hotel in the area that's closer to Tip Top Meats. Mm. If you're meat-centric, if you're doing your Lego trip meat-centric, I could see why you might want to do that. You can just go to Tip Top <laughs> Meats and point to a steak and they'll cook it for you. I want to know about the Lego hotels. Are the are like the fixtures made of Lego? Well, there's a Lego Castle Hotel, which is what we stayed at. So it's like Lego, like castle theme. Mm-hmm. And there's the regular Lego hotel, which we didn't go in. But it's like the kids have a separate little area with a bunk bed and a TV. And there's like a treasure hunt for them to look and find like special like minifigures. And there's a slide in the lobby. It's just if you a have lobby kids, slide. a lobby slide, shit, man, that sounds fun. Yeah. The whole experience is very minifigure centric. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're, I didn't know what a minifigure was. I call them minifigs just because oh, okay. I that's, talk that's, about them so much. I that's need to the terminology. Yeah, you want the fans call them minifigs. I call them mm figs. Mm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, how do people? How, how do you define as someone how you're enjoying the fig that you're eating? I need an mm fig dongle in order to use Pro Tools. Mm, so sure. This reminds me of the guy that I worked with who said. And I'm not shitting you. Uh, I thought this whole time I've been pronouncing it Mime. <laughs> <laughs> the guy you worked with in the entertainment industry. He's been walking around every time he saw a meme saying to himself, What a hilarious Mime. <laughs> I mean, that does have a certain likeness to it. Ba'e like. had me like. <laughs> a ba'e. A ba'e. <laughs> when, yeah. Oh, my A wants to Netflix and chill. Yeah. Did you visit Legoland's uh, third-rate aquarium? No, no. We steered clear of all water-related uh, activities. That aquarium we- is just dire. It is like it's like they took over a a my gym and just <laughs> installed. Some <laughs> a, it's just a Jimbo re with an octopus in it. Also, we have right here at Long Beach a fantastic aquarium. The yeah. Aquarium of the Pacific. Why That's are how you, their jingle goes. I'm why are you knocking off? Yeah, I don't know they had a jingle. They the Aquarium jingle. of the Pacific. <laughs> it's very <laughs> catchy. 
I went to last time I was at the Aquarium of the Pacific. It Wait, was, you were at the what? Aquarium of the Pacific. <laughs> Thank you. K O F Y T V twenty stereo. Um, I last time when I went to the Long Beach Aquarium, the Aquarium of the Pacific, mm-hmm. uh, it was African American History Day at the mm. Aquarium of the Pacific, which I which <sighs> just meant there were just a few kind of like sixty five year old African American vendors <sighs> selling like metal. Metallic wall plaques of President Obama. Mm. Mm. It was a very unusual experience. <laughs> and uh, another old man won an award for his uh, his traveling museum of African American history, which again just metallic wall plaques of President <clears throat> Obama. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is, is this how you teach African-American history to a dolphin? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. They operate on a, yeah. on a son- you know, sonoric level. This is one of those things where you just sort of shake your head and shrug your shoulders and you just go, sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. What was, the, what, was the, what was the most impressive thing at Legoland? There's not, nothing comes to mind immediately. I mean, it was all great and yeah. good and fun and the kids were happy and, you know. When you when you have kids, you go to something like that, and you immediately go, ah, okay. We should if we come again, we'll do it this way and that way and that way, and it'll be even better, you know. Well, uh, well, my plan for the next time I go, I try and get there around eleven, grab a quick lunch at Tip Top Meats, then it's Lego Land from noon to five, then back to Tip Top mm-hmm. Meats for a quality schnitzel. You want to get nice there schnitzel. ten a.m. Mm-hmm. Hit it hard. No big lines. Get all the crazy rides out of the way. Shop. Don't eat at Legoland. No, Tip Top f- Meats. Food at Legoland is horrible. You got to yeah. get back to Tip Top Meats of Carlsbad, California. Yeah. Uh, do they have like licensed stuff? Like, is there Star Wars stuff? Yeah, they, they got Marvel stuff. Yeah, if you're, I mean, if you're really into Legoland, if you're really into Legos, even if you're a dude and you're like, yo, I'm gonna fucking go down there and just fucking blaze and do a day at Legoland. <laughs> And then go to Tip Top Meats, like, for, yeah, I'm all in. If, like, I'm on, I'm not working right now. If I didn't have a wife and kids and shit, and someone was like, you trying to just hit Legoland hard, first thing, and then go to Tip Top Meats and crash at a nice hotel, and then drive back in the morning, I would fucking do shit, that. man, that sounds like a fun day. That sounds like a really fun day. Fun long weekend, maybe. Yeah. It's nice. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. I would love to see two dudes in the pool at Legoland Hotel. Just chilling. Following the rules? Yep. Minding their own business, but no kids around at all. I would just love to see how that played out. They got like a swim up bar. <laughs> I I don't I this is what I've I've always thought about Legoland and I have not looked into this, but I I remember when it first opened some angry Lego adults that I know. And yes, wait, I, wait. I socialize with angry Lego Hold adults. Hold on, so minifigure people? Minifig. Yes, yes. People who talked to told me to call them minifigs. Yeah. These are actually standard figs. Yeah. Yes, just figs. Yeah. So the minifigs are figs. about an inch yeah. and a half, yes, two these inches. Are figs. Yes. Oh yes. I'm talking to figs who are enthusiastic about minifigs. Yes. Got it. Um so I was talking to these figs. Um and uh they told me that you they did not allow ad- adults without kids to go to Legoland. Now I don't know if they've changed that. But that was my assumption is that an unescorted adult. Listen, if you 
like there are people that are like master builders that do this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you see these amazing, it's not little kids doing that shit. When sure. you see like an amazing Lego sculpture, so you're gonna tell some guy who does that as a hobby and puts his videos on YouTube and travels the world and meets other people, he can't go to Legoland and look at the mini city and the star. I mean, it's like if you like Star Wars. And you live in Southern California. I get you just want to go to Legoland and see the mini Star Wars world. It's amazing. They have all of it. Hoth, Tatooine. Like, that. it's crazy. If you're really into Star Wars, you would absolutely want to see that. Like, I, I've got kid. a question for you guys. Yes. One Is of it the, about Hoth? Yeah. <laughs> the ice planet oh, yeah. Hoth. Ice planet Hoth. AT-ATs. Mm-hmm. At-ats. Yep. Here's my question. You know, there's these Lego. Tauntauns. You got it. There's these Lego crafts people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Master builders. Master builders, they prefer to be called. Let's not make a joke about it. I mean, they've earned that. They've earned that. Let's not make a joke about it. They've earned that. Yeah. Isn't master builders, isn't that some big head Jacob? That is not a nation of Islam. It's not an NGE thing. I'm here. See, what you have the 85% uncivilized. Right. I'm here, the master builder, to right. teach you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my question. A master builder builds... We have multiple friends who have been recreated in Legos. Our friend Jonathan Colton, mm-hmm. almost certainly the McElroy brothers. I haven't seen this, but I believe Safe it. Safe assumption. I believe it in my Safe heart. Assumption. Do you believe that someone has just recreated that in private, but not shared it at all? Yeah, for sexual reasons. <laughs> okay. Maybe we just don't know what hashtag to search. Yeah. Hashtag fuckable blocks. <laughs> so let's say, for the sake of argument, mm-hmm. that a big fan of Jordan Jesse Go creates a life-size master builder level recreation of you. Mm-hmm. You, Nick Adams, you, Jordan Morris. What do you then do with that object? Boy, because, I mean, you can, like... Hose it down you can, after you... you <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Definitely exactly. disinfect. You got to keep it clean. Straight, you got to go straight yeah. to the disinfectant. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't just let it sit out, especially no, if it's outdoors. It'll get baked on. <laughs> um, and yes, I am fucking it outdoors. Uh, I want to get caught. <laughs> um, uh, so, I mean, I think I, what I, and, and I don't mean this to, to be, a, this is not supposed to be a sexual joke, but you can lacquer your Legos, right? Yeah. You can lacquer, oh, so, so if it like stays, permanent. so you can... Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess you lacquer it. I think of it some in amount of... In the entrance of... way, maybe in the, if, do you have a, uh, do you have a foyer? Yeah, I. I mean, well, I. Here's the thing, I would love to have a Lego version of me that I could fuck outdoors, <laughs> but I. I don't have a ton of space. Right. So I'm more. This is basically a, a human-sized thing. I mean, I do have a conversation pit, so I guess I could put it <laughs> on one end of the one of the couches. Mm-hmm. But Can that's where the cat likes to sit. Right. So I mean, that's e- an issue. Or. E- you know, you you know how you have that uh, sunken bed area with the round bed. Uh, I don't have that, but sure, yes, I'll I'll yes and you could like zip tie it to the mirror on the ceiling. And oh then you, yeah. No matter what, as soon as you lie down, you feel like you're fucking. Yeah, and then it when there's an earthquake, it can crush me. <laughs> you don't want to be you don't want to be around post quake. Nah. Nick, how it's about it's gonna you? be ugly as shit. Uh, nah. <laughs> Someone, yeah, I should just you. yeah, I should just die by my own <laughs> my own uh, Lego go, duplicate. You want to go quick? Yeah, man. yeah, right. Like the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> You don't want to have to do that thing oh, where you have Jesus. to shoot your mom because she got bit. Oh, fuck. You want to get it early. Your brother's like, let's just kill her, dude. You're like, you've been wanting to say that forever. <laughs> no, I think she got bit. <laughs> All right. Nick Adams, 
Someone creates a life-size Nick Adams out of Legos. What do you do with that? I didn't know you could, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can lacquer your, your Legos. So I would, if it was good, it's good. I'm it's good. Excellent. I, but I mean, good on, like, out of 10, so, it is a what? Out of 10, it's a what? I mean, it depends on what scale you're rating it on, right? Like, if you're rating it on the... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I laid that out. Yeah. How good... Overall legosity. Mm-hmm. If the question is, how well crafted is a, this Lego representation of you? Yes. The answer is 9.5. Now, However, let me just good. say, okay. if the answer is, how attractive is... A life-size Lego man. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say three out of ten. <laughs> okay, That's pretty good. H- here's my answer: If it's eight point nine point five out of overall attractiveness as a Lego sculpture, right? We're getting it lacquered and we're displaying it prominently in our home, mm-hmm. living out of res- mm, conversation pit. Uh, <laughs> we don't. We're pit free. Uh huh. In our place, no pit. Just, yeah, just like. Yeah, the city of L.A. is weird. West Hollywood is cool about pits, but the city of L.A. is kind of, yeah, right, it's like yeah. a hassle. West Hollywood is um, great. Home it, of rent it's control. Great. Yeah. You just can't, more, yeah. you, you can't declaw your cats. Sure. Um, we're pit free, uh, mm. but we do have an entryway, maybe, mm-hmm. that would, you know, because, like, my in-laws have a, my in-laws have a big, huge grand foyer, and they have a fucking totem pole in their foyer. And Whoa. You walk in, and you're like, shit, that's a for real totem pole. Your so in-laws are native people, we should explain. Sure. But you could, I mean, that doesn't, you could... Purchase a totem pole from a carver and display it prominently in your home as long as you're not Native American. Like, don't fucking put a Redskins jersey on it or anything. But <laughs> <laughs> This totem pole is missing a little something. Oh, it's too reverent. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just Chief Wahoo this up a little I bit. I'm just going to tape a cassette tape player, a Walkman yeah. in the back that's playing a constant loop of the Tomahawk Chop mm-hmm. song. Also, in my younger days, I was doing location scouting for someone for a music video and they were like, go out to this address. It's Snoop Dogg's house and take pictures of it because we might want to shoot there. And it was way out in fucking Upland, which if you don't know Southern California, is like eight neighborhoods away from whatever is a far neighborhood away from Southern California. It's like crazy out in the desert. And when you walked this this house, there were two full-size like African warrior, stat- like Maasai warrior statues on either side of the door. And I was like, holy fucking shit. And it wasn't like a giant mansion or anything, but I was like... You're at my house. <laughs> my house now. You know what I mean? I felt like that's the biggest signifier of like, like I don't care what it is. It could be a mummy. It could be <laughs> like a Chinese warrior. It just go to like a thrift store. Go to like a, uh, uh, a state sale and find like a big statue, a totem pole, something, and put it outside. Even if it's like a shitty apartment building, just put it outside and chain it. To the I, our I mean, friend, our, I've been to uh, the former house of our friend Dana Gould, which featured an enormous totem pole from the Planet of the Apes movie. Oh my god, like that had the, its own uplighting. Wow, from the real yes. Oh shit, yeah, shit, yeah. I mean, I went to. I've talked about this on the show before. It was a couple of years ago. I went to Nicholas Cage's estate sale. Uh-huh. Nicholas Cage is not dead. He just has tax problems. Right. Yes. So you could go to his house and buy his stuff. He has a variety of problems, but the estate sale specifically <laughs> sure, was yeah, targeted. Right, the exactly. hair, yeah, the there's, hair. Some, there's some wig issues, some stuff going wig on. Wig choices. <laughs> um, He's got to just call Danson's guy. Just call Danson's call guy. Call Danson's guy. I saw Danson something looked great. You know what else? Mwah. Call Danson's dance guy. Sure, man. Yeah. The man has moves. Yeah, yeah. Acting guy, mm-hmm. weed guy. He's living life. The right yeah, way. he's so many good guys. <laughs> oh, the best guys. Call Danson's guys. <laughs> Call Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, yeah. Oh. she's great. 
Hanson's guys. Uh, and Nicolas Cage did have a lot of haunted-looking suits of armor. Uh-huh. Just like basically before you go into a new room, a new haunted yeah. suit of armor loomed over you. As, as say, if to say, don't fuck with this house. It belongs to Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. If you're of European descent, that's a great culturally specific and appropriate way to declare, as Nick said, this is my house. Sure, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. You're a crazy rich guy. Wait, you, you have an extra one? No, no, I'm saying. <laughs> Dad joke. I'll, you're a crazy rich guy. You have a big-ass mansion. I've been in a handful of houses that are that huge, and you're like, there's just space. you got to fill that shit up. I get it. Let's do coat of armor. There's a story behind this one. It's really cool. Mm. I got it. Oh, cool. If you catch Nicolas Cage and he's drunk at his house, he'll tell you the story behind that coat of armor. Yeah. The second one? Is this one all? Is this a different enough? I think that's why Nicolas Cage eventually started trading his coats of armor for dinosaurs. Yes, right. Yes, dinosaur skeletons. He also had an Egyptian throne, (laughs) which uh, would be nice. I, I, I really, I really wanted to make a make a bid for that, but I just, you know, I wasn't. I'm not. Listen, guys, I'm not making throne money. No, No. I'm not making throne money. At best, high back chair. Right, sure. Yeah, just a nice high back. Purchase HBO independently mm-hmm. of your parents. That's true. I have, I'm using my Game own H- Thrones money. <laughs> yes, that is that's the closest I have to Thrones money is my own HBO Go password. <sighs> now I will guilt free see what that guy did to that girl. Yeah. I have basic cable, which I call Bones money. <laughs> oh, nice! You can watch Bones reruns of Bones. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nick Repeat Adams. We've got a new sponsor on this week's program, our friends at Mac. Weldon, a premium men essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. I'm wearing M Dubs right now. I got them on under my shorties. That is that why you look so comfortable? Oh, I'm so comfy. Oh. I actually, I, I oh, uh, feel that premium blend of fabrics. I've got some no Mac Dubs pilling, but a lot of softness. <laughs> I also like a Mac Dubs. I love them. I'm actually, I'm also wearing um, Mac Weldon no show socks right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm under my Adidas brand sneakers. I got a uh, Mac Weldon uh, pullover sweatshirt uh, that I rocked all weekend at Max FunCon, and I really love it. Feel cozy? Very cozy. Look good? Looks good. Yeah. Fits nice. I, I love this thing. Uh, they actually have they have, they have all these uh, they have a variety of different lines of underpants. Mm-hmm. I like the one with a little bit of a ball vent. <laughs> sure. There's one that's got a little bit yeah, of a ball. Yeah, it's important. It's got a little, they got a standard. Get some air in there. They got a premium. They got a ball vent. Get some air in there. And they have uh, a line called Silver that's naturally antimicrobial, which eliminates odor, which, as you know, for me, is a real concern. <laughs> <laughs> as an as a as a man with odors, daddy stank. Daddy stank. As a mm-hmm. as a stank daddy, <laughs> um, you're gonna if you're a stank daddy out there, you're gonna want to visit macweldon.com. And uh, if you want twenty percent off your first order, just use promo code JJGO at checkout. MacWeldon.com. They, they literally they want you to be so comfortable. If you don't like your first pair, you can keep it. And they will still refund you. They don't need you to send it back to them. No, we don't. At need that, that point, there's nothing they can do with no. it. Sure, yes. 
<laughs> because they, as you mentioned before, Daddy yeah. Snake. But I think the transaction is over once you put on the other Yeah, pants. yeah. I think you'll like it. When they uh when they said pick out a few things, I was excited to return to the well. I have spent my own money on Mac Weldon products because I really like their underwear. Uh 20% off your first order. MacWeldon.com and use the promo code JJGO at checkout. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron on Jordan Jesse Go, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. We will share your message with the world. And if you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse Go, you can hit up, uh, let's go ahead and hit up uh, Kira, K-I-R-A at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's oh radio sweetheart. Don't like that voice. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a fun one. Why did it come out of my mouth? I don't know. Are you haunted now? Yes. <laughs> well, that, that explained it. Some this of... is a ghost's voice. Okay, some sort of spirit has entered your body. Hi, I'm a ghost from 1962. <laughs> I was a panelist on a game show. Mm-hmm. And how'd you die? <laughs> Oh, Groucho Marx killed me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Backstage. Wow, this is... well, And you're choosing... You're I choosing bet my this, life and I lost. You're choosing this podcast to come out and, and tell the truth about murderer Groucho Marx. I tried to get on Doughboys, but <laughs> Gillian Jacobs beat me to it. Yeah, no, I get it, you know. From the writers of 42. <laughs> She's friends with Mitch from the set of Love. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm ghost. I'm, well, hey, we're happy to welcome you on the show to tell the truth about Groucho Marx. Sorry, I just got a text that says I'm invited on all fantasy everything. Gotta go. Man, fuck, we can't even, can't even book a good ghost. <laughs> sucks. Jordan, what's your name? What's, what's, oh, Jordan Morse, boy detective. Nick Repeat Adams. Um, can I tell you something? We picked the, the hash for Bubble, which, by the way, is our new sci-fi comedy action podcast uh, written by Jordan Morris with help from Nick Adams and a beautiful team of hilarious writers, many of whom you know from Jordan Jesse. Mm-hmm. I believe the log line we're going with is Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Sherman Hemsley's Amen. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Right? Is what we're, yeah. If you're two, a fan of two, the, vi- two really rabid yes, fan If groups. you're a fan of the, I believe, late 80s, mid to late 80s sitcom Amen. Mm-hmm. About a uh, lovable but cantankerous church deacon uh-huh. played by Sherman Hemsley. There's a little bit of that in Bubble. I I, I actually it's I had homage. been pitching it's an homage. It has. It's a riff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the I spirit been, of it is yeah. It's like Ready Player One. <laughs> I had been pitching it as Frasier meets the Tortellis. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that was before you had read it. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just... Yes. And Jesse, before... Name and before, is your spinoff. Jesse is desperate for a Fraser Tortelli's... No, I think we still. all... Still. Um, yeah. We America all was robbed. We were robbed. Why, yes. Why won't the two Cheers spinoffs join forces? Ba- oh, Boss. <laughs> Wasn't that his show? Guilty Grimmish. Boss. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Boss. boss. You guys don't even remember. This I, I've actually been. It's funny that you Kelsey mentioned Grammar boss. has had like five shows in the past no two one, years. Yeah, I know. I've, I've actually. I went to Rutabaga. Yeah. I had a meeting with Brian Grazer yesterday, mm-hmm. and I told him he likes to have lunch with people he admires. Sure. So uh, 
anyway, I broke in on his lunch with, <laughs> let's say, mm-hmm. Deepak Chopra. Uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, stars guy that doesn't like all the movies. <laughs> the critic? <laughs> no, no, no. Albrecht. No, the guy who looks at stars, but he doesn't like movies. Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, he was having lunch with Neil deGrasse Tyson. I stopped by and let Brian Grazer know that he should check out our script. It's it's boss meets Bosch. Mm. So I told him, <laughs> and it's pronounced Bossish. <laughs> boss. <laughs> Bosh. Wait, isn't that Bosh? No, it's Bosh. Bosh. So we, okay, so yeah. we decided on the hashtag bubble show mm-hmm. to promote bubble. And by the way, I love to, we're looking forward to seeing your, your fan art. We want to see your tweets, your thoughts about the show. No, yeah. no fan art. This is There's no visuals here. Fan sounds. You have to make fan <laughs> sounds and send in. Yeah, record us your sa- favorite noises. <laughs> what sound do you think the characters make? Yeah. Uh, and literally the day, and I... I had, I'm not going to lie, I had advocated for Bubble Pod, mm-hmm. and I didn't want any confusion. Literally the day that we decided on Bubble Show, guess what happened at my son's uh, preschool? A Bubble Show. Yeah, a Bubble Show. Yes, this is a hashtag people use uh, for like a popular kind of children's party entertainment, right? which is uh, like a clown or a fairy princess coming and doing some mm-hmm. sort of bubble Ba- like yeah. soap bubble based performance. Yeah, which, and my, by the way, in my experience, kids are usually too freaked the fuck out to really enjoy. Uh, Has my, that been your experience? My son was placed inside of a bubble and he loved it. Okay. My daughter was just very much like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. I'm just going to stand still until this is over. But you know what? <laughs> right. Because bubbles, their their vision listen, is like that listen, of a T-Rex. If I, you don't move, they can't, can't see you. As a black man in America, I have to raise my children to be skeptical of white society at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Some white lady just gonna encase me in bubbles. I don't know her. No, sure. That's I think that's a, that's a fair assumption. Perfect example of hegemony. That's yeah. how they get you. I mean, that's just my. I mean, that's my. <clears throat> I mean, I'm gonna acknowledge. Go ahead and acknowledge my white privilege. I mean, I just went around letting any adult encase me in anything, and yeah, I never see, had to that's worry. What I'm talking and I, about. That's what I'm talking so about. I don't know what it's like yeah. to be suspicious of an adult who wants to put me with in a something. wand with a wand. Pretty much any grown up with a wand. <laughs> Well, your daughter popped the bubble, which is known as an anti-hegemonic practice. Mm. <laughs> they popped it around her. It was like kind of cool. Like, She's a Gramscian cool. organic intellectual. Mm-hmm. She's woke. Uh, but yeah, I, well, hey, but I mean, speaking of the hashtag, it's been really, really cool. There's been a ton of people doing great tweets and suggestions and stuff about the show. It it, it really, really helps it. And uh, and thanks. I I've I've really, really loved getting on that hashtag. And uh, and checking people out. Erotic really nice fan fiction. <laughs> Erotic fan fiction. That's what you we heard. Want, you heard the man. <laughs> That's an order. Can I tell you what uh, I I was? You know, I went with the uh, I went with the nickname, the Sammy Man. Mm-hmm. And I thought about going with the Lift King. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Went to Chicago, Illinois, mm-hmm. to go do uh, Judge John Hodgman. Right. Had a hell of a time. I bet. Great city. Yeah. It's three weeks out of the year, probably the greatest mm. city in the world. The city of brotherly love. That's, you yeah, got it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phoenix, Arizona, <laughs> as it's known. <laughs> um, went to Chicago. Had a great time in Chicago. We had two great shows mm-hmm. in Chicago. Flew home, and I'm at the Los Angeles International Airport. Now, what, am, what are you going to do if you need to get home from Los Angeles International Airport? You're going to call yourself a rideshare service. Mm-hmm. Call myself a rideshare service on my telephone. And the the thing is, it's it's four forty five 
in the afternoon on a weekday. I'm 30 miles from my home. Just FYI to the listeners, that means you're in the ninth circle of hell. Yeah. It's, and Los Angeles International Airport is a truly spectacularly bad airport. It's like a truly horrible It is airport. always under construction, yes. too. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe when it's finished, it'll be good, but I have yeah. never known it to be finished. That will never happen. Yeah. yeah. By it's, the time they finish whatever it is, the original, right. the other part is going to like be It's like the Winchester so. Mystery House. There's just an insane widow rattling around, uh, making hallways that go to nowhere mm. or to a Cinnabon where no one is working. Leaks. Leaks randomly. Yeah. So I look at my phone. You know, you order your thing, mm-hmm. and it tells you what kind of car is coming for you, shows you a little yeah. picture of mm-hmm. it, shows you a little picture of the driver. Yeah. So you guys know me. I'm a racist. <laughs> oh. Yes. I really only see ethnicity. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know how some people say I don't see color? Right. I exclusively see color. Okay. So I'm looking at my phone. I'm seeing, okay, it's going to be a white Prius mm-hmm. with an Asian-American man who has glasses. Okay. Seven-minute estimate, right? Seven minutes later, pretty good. white Prius pulls up, Asian man with glasses gets out. I'm like, I'm rock solid. He says, are you Jesse? I said, yes, sir. Let's get going. Load my luggage in, hop in the pre. We're rolling out, okay? Estimate, one hour and ten minutes. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be a short no. lift ride. But, you know, you're trying to cross all of Los Angeles during rush hour. I... You know, I'll, I'll take what I can get. Get on some one of these weird freeways that I'm only ever on to go to the airport. The 608. Yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what it's this... Just the pie symbol? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just take you, that one down. Take the that. pie symbol down to Alabaster, and then you get off at the 49. Yeah, you're right? going to want to transfer over to greater than. <laughs> you got a meeting at Northrop Grumman. Mm-hmm. You want to get on the, you want to get on the pie. Oh, you got to take the no grow. Mm. I've been in this, I've been in this car for an hour. I'm I'm very friendly with the driver. I like to sit in the front seat. Okay, you guys, backseat sitters or back front seat, seat sitters? Backseat, yeah. Discourage back. all contact. Yeah, I I, I backseat and I'm you know yeah, and I try and politely do mm. a little bit of chatting, but also kind of trying to signal <clears throat> that I do not want to. I am a man of the people. Ninety nine percent of my life until I get into a ride share service and I become the yeah. most high minded <laughs> boy. Boy, silence, boy. Do not. Do not speak to me about your upcoming improv show. Please, boy. Smooth jazz only. (laughs) I will always get in the front seat, and I cannot say that it is because I want to interact with the driver necessarily. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes I will interact with the driver. Yeah, it's been nice. It's occasionally nice. It is mostly because I am a big man, and I'm more comfortable in the front seat. If I'm in the back seat. You need a big cereal. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I need a deodorant that's uh, strong enough for a man, but pH balanced (laughs) for a woman. So I'll the pre sit- the the leg room in the back seat of the pre pretty solid. I know, but I I st- I also I don't like I get I'll get a little bit of motion sickness. Oh, sure. I get hot. I don't. There's yeah, still you don't get the same AC circulation. The right. one innovation that I really had come to rely upon with the ride sharing service versus the taxi cab. <laughs> Was that in a taxi cab, you, it would always be 100 degrees outside, and so the cabbies just got all the windows cracked. Mm-hmm. And you're like, come on, this is not working. Just mm-hmm. close. Just close them up. But you you know, you know, don't want to complain because he's going to turn on you. Mm. 
I thought that the rideshare service had solved that. And then in the last six months, I feel like I've only gotten into rideshares where it's 106 degrees and the windows are cracked. Here's, here's the thing about rideshares. I'm old enough and I've been following basketball enough that like you can people will complain about different eras or compare different eras. And there's the math of it all. There are guys in the NBA now who weren't good enough to be in the NBA in the 80s because they expanded the league. That's just the math. There are dozens of guys who just weren't good enough. And now they're good enough, right? You start to have all these rideshare services. Mm. There's a lot of people who you're not a good driver. Right. You're not good enough to make a living driving people around. If you were, you'd be a cabbie or a limo driver, or, you know, know the city. And do this stuff. is expansion baseball. You're talking about the Houston Colt 45. This is some devil rays shit we're having right now. So like they can't drive. They don't know how to fucking drive. They don't an, know the city. It's an hour into our drive. We're in one of the many cities of Southern California that I cannot correctly identify <laughs> or identify where it is mm-hmm. or what it is. I Shout think out to Carson. I'm, was <laughs> about to say, where are you at, Commerce? Commerce in the house. <laughs> city I'm, of industry. I ran out of names. <laughs> couldn't even be bothered to find a great person in our city's Southern California past. Just Red said city of industry. Literally, we were in Commerce. <laughs> and I'm like, why did we get off the freeway in Commerce? This seems weird. Yeah. I look over at his telephone. It says, now writing, Jeffrey. Mm. So I'm like, uh, hey, where are we headed to? And he's like, we're almost here. We're already in commerce. <laughs> I'm like, we're almost to Casino Morongo. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, shit. I'm going to Mount Washington. Oh. I don't even know what commerce is. Oh. I was in so. Luckily, by then, thank God I had made friends with this man. Mm-hmm. Very nice, older Korean guy. Thank God you were already going to pay this guy money. Right. I I was like, uh, hey, uh, I'm Jesse, not Jeffrey. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was in the car, and I'm not fucking shitting you, for two hours. Two hours. So you guys I must have missed. really so just, bonded. So just the the. I bonded with the seat of the Prius. I'll <laughs> tell you that much. So the so he calls an audible in Carson, and then from Carson to your place was another hour. Well, right? I open my app. He opens his app and texts and says, "Why are you're not in my car? Why is this still mm-hmm. on?" I open my app and somebody is in my car. Driving around, been driving around for an hour and as, twenty minutes. As you, as me, pretending to be me. Mm. I we finally. So I'm like, hey, listen, I don't. I'm not trying to be rude, but I would really love to stop at a gas station and get some water. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I, I need gas too. We've been driving around for an hour and a half. Uh, so we stopped at the gas station. I got some water. I offered. I got I offered him to get him mm. a beverage. He declined. And uh, we reprogrammed, and 35 minutes later, we were back at my house, and I just gave him uh, a handful of $20 bills. Hmm. I was like, I don't know what the answer to this right, is. Right. I was like, I don't, I don't want this guy to uh, – like, on the one hand, I've been in this car for two hours, and it was a horrible nightmare. On the other hand, nobody's fault. Right. You know, not his fault. He speaks English with a heavy accent, and Jeffrey sounds the same as Jesse. Uh, not my fault that I'm a racist who believes all Asian American <laughs> people look the same, and I didn't check the license plate. Uh, but yeah, like I, was it Jeffrey with a G? 
Yeah, and what's crazy Who's is, is so what's weird about it, the the part, the one part where I blame somebody is like, you know, it does show a picture of me to him. Right, he should have. And when he saw the picture of that colorful cartoon giraffe, no, he should have known yeah. I'm not Jeffrey. Maybe he only saw the neck. And then yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I could have grown a beard. You know, I don't even wait for any sort of verification. I just jump in the back and start buckling up. I don't even look at me. Well, I mean, that's that's what I have run into as a Prius owner is that people think when you, everyone just assumes when you stop, you are their lift. And I feel like I have been at stop signs a number of times and will just feel a yank on my door. <laughs> and it's just like someone who is kind of drunk who saw me at a stop sign and just assumed that because I'm a Prius that kind of was stopping that uh, I was their car. I believe this is a big problem for our friend Hari Kondabolu's dad. Mm. I believe that was a bit in his act at one point that uh, just his dad just anytime he comes to pick up Hari at the airport... Oh, four people try and get into his car. Mm, sure, it's the you know it's the Prius owner's dilemma. Yeah, it's a cl- it's a classic problem. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, it's tough. Okay. I was it's hard uh, out there, hard out there for a Prius owner. <laughs> it was a tough two hours in that Prius, but I made it through. Yeah, and I'm here for you guys. Hey, well, thank you. Was, you would you rate this? Did you get five stars all around for everybody? I hey, uh, uh, me and my me and my friend the Prius driver, mm-hmm. we were basically. He actually asked me to be the best man in his uh, recommitment ceremony. Oh, that's to his amazing! Wife, that's really nice. Which I, I declined. Good for them. <laughs> well, yeah, but still happy for them. Ridiculous. I just got stuff. You're the help. Um, yeah. But I'm gonna don't get be ridiculous. You work for me. I I sent don't him, think you're people. I sent him an ice cream maker. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah. But the other person got a free ride on your dime, right? So it charged the so the ph- phone charged me seventy five dollars. And uh, but I went ahead and complained, and and you know how it goes. They they uh, they took it back. They gave me back my seventy five dollars real it quick. It seems like that person probably corrected pretty quickly and just went straight to Carson. Then right? Yeah, I think the person who got into my car, I think Jeffrey got into the Jesse car mm-hmm. and rolled on out to Dominguez Hills or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, just just went ahead and took took advantage. I I texted. I, I've spent like 10 minutes on my phone trying to find the button for I am not in the car that is in the little picture yeah, on this phone. They didn't, sure. Yeah, that is that. the hard part of those apps is that they're only like pre-planned. You cannot actually say what's going on mm. if it's not part of one of their like preemptive mm. problems. Yeah. Oh, we didn't know you guys were going to be stupid in this way. Yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> you, Sorry. I actually are finding I, new ways to fuck this up. I ended up just to get the attention of customer care. I ended up just pressing the button that says, I think my driver may want to unionize. Mm. No, yeah, immediately. Sure. They, um, yeah, you get somebody on the phone real quick. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, when something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN. Here's our first call. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guest. So I'm working outside of Cleveland, Ohio, and I paid for a week at my hotel, which is $220. And that was really terrible, so I decided to move out. Then they only offered me $90 back, so I took it, went to go get all my stuff out of the room, and I found a vibrator laying right next to my bed that I guess is there all night. So I left. I told them at the front desk what happened. They started laughing and said, oh, it must have been Deborah's." So then I get in my car. I drive to the next hotel I'm going to stay at, and I get pulled over for speeding on the Ohio Turnpike. And the first thing I tell the officer is, I'm sorry, I just found a dildo laying on my bed at the hotel I was staying at. And he said, oh, I totally understand. 
Just slow it down. <laughs> yeah, you know. That must have been Deborah's? Do they yeah. just have an employee that masturbates Have in you... all of the rooms and they're okay with it? Haven't you ever seen Debbie Does Cleveland? <laughs> I mean, I guess I haven't. Yeah. Sounds, sounds pretty hot. Deborah's great. Yeah, Deborah's Deborah great. is such a cool lady. Very sex positive. That's nice. Yeah. And she also puts a little mint under your pillow. <laughs> right. I was just, I was just, that whole time, I was just hoping he was going to end that story with it. And the cop goes, just shakes his head and goes, Deborah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Caller, when you retell, hey. would you tell that story to friends? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Just Have the cops say "fucking Deborah," and then just go, "Be safe out there, okay? Slow Be down." Be safe out there, yeah. <laughs> Classic example of driving. Good while punch Deborah. up. Good punch up. Yeah, I'm. I was trying to think of a way that maybe she was using a dildo for her just cleaning. Like the cleaning lady just has her little supply cart. And she has a dildo on there, and she uses it to... Yeah, maybe if there's, like, you know, soap scum on the shower, and, you know, you... You know, you percussion to... Yeah, I can use the waves from the vibrator to kind of chip away at some of the stuff that's built up. Calcium deposits on a nozzle. Right. When I'm cleaning the bathrooms, I want to listen to my podcasts. Right. (laughs) And I can't leave my phone on the counter because I'm cleaning and it gets wet. Right, sure. So I... Slam the dildo into the window with uh-huh. the suction cup. Uh huh. Place my phone up. Oh, this okay? Sure. And then I listen to my podcast. This is a very specific product. While I would clean it. <laughs> okay. Now, Jordan, have you ever seen those toothbrushes? Mm-hmm. There's a little chip inside that vibrates a pop song into your teeth. Uh, no. i I This is an. Yeah, it's a popular is, popular product. Is this actually a product, or, or are we doing no, a bit? Real, okay. Real product. Uh, it's like. Got a little Justin Bieber song in there, mm-hmm. and when you touch it to your teeth, it vibrates it directly into your head. Can you change out the song? No. Okay. Is this a pre-programmed? Yeah. This is a, one use only. How many uses? I think like a standard a, standard number of uh, like AAA battery. Yeah, yeah. You get so you powered. Can, I got you. I would love to build a vibrator like that that plays Jordan Jessica. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's. I what mean, I'm that'd saying. save a lot of time if you can listen to the podcast just, while you. If it just shoots Jordan Jesse go directly into the clitoris. Mm-hmm. Or wherever you're yeah, sticking coming it. Coming live or to your cervix. You're it. Jordan Jesse go. <laughs> yeah. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Get it? Get it? I mean, it seems like they should. At least, there should at least be a podcast version. I'm going to tell you the story of how you were conceived. Ew, mom, gross. <laughs> I do want to mention one thing, though. Please, if you're out there and you're already working up the design, please remember to flare the base. You got to flare the base. Please, without a base, without a base. trace. Please, <laughs> I don't want to get <laughs> lost up in somewhere because I consider that me when I'm speaking. Yeah. So. My spirit is within everyone who the official all, design is gonna downloads have, this show. The official design of the Jordan Jessica dildo is going to have curly hair at the tip. <laughs> I imagine there's some extra stimulation there. <laughs> Probably reach some crevasses. Can I suggest a slogan for Jordan Jessica? Sure. All your flared base are belong to us. <laughs> I mean, might as well, huh? Very mimetic. Very mimetic. Okay, let's take another call. Hello, Jordan. Hello, Jesse. Hello, guest. I'm going to guess one of the excellent cast of Bubble. Uh, I have a momentous occasion. I was just clearing out some brush in my backyard with that chainsaw, and I was walking through the backyard, and I had a dispute with my neighbor where he keeps throwing stuff into my backyard, (laughs) and I've been fighting, yell fighting with him about it, and I get to the backyard, and I see that he's done it again, and I have the chainsaw running, and I scream, fucking motherfucking asshole, while revving the chainsaw at full rev. And I look over, and there's eight couples looking at me because they're having an open house, and he's selling the house and moving. <laughs> well, that was pretty funny. Uh, 
Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Love you too, little buddy. <laughs> Um, you stinker, you. He, he, we almost had a someone randomly guessing the guest. Yeah, we've been looking for that. We've mm-hmm. been looking for that person who says hello, Jordan, Jesse, and and then they say the name mm-hmm. of the person who was actually on. Yeah, very. Cl- I mean, he had a very general guest. Bubble has a big cast. Yeah, a big star filled. Jordan, cast. Jesse, and Allison Becker LA from Parks and Recreation. She looked cool. <laughs> Got Allison Becker from Parks and Recreation. We sure do. Got Eliza Skinner from Drop the Mic and the Late Late Show. That's right. Got Mike Mitchell from the Doughboys and Love. Mm-hmm. You got Keith Powell. Yeah, that's Tuver from 30 Rock. Sure. That show, a joke I stole from earlier. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, a, a show so good, you inadvertently steal their jokes. You got Cristela Alonzo from yeah. the sitcom Cristela. Voice mm-hmm. in Cars 3. Yeah, she's in Cars 3. They don't just let you have a show with your name in it. They don't just do that. Nope. nope. You got to be good. Rare. Got to bring something to the table. Yeah. Rob Corddry, Paul F. Tompkins, Judy Greer. Yeah. John Hodgman. Jonathan Colton. All three McElroys. All three of them, baby. Tawny Newsom from Spontanea Nation. Tawny Newsom. What a treasure. Every Okay. We've listed the cast. What was this guy talking about? He had a chainsaw? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a chainsaw. I thought that he's, was fun. It, he's set up, though, that those people are never going to fuck with him, ever. Yeah. He can't speak to them. Yeah. Because What gonna, if one like, of them buys the house? Because it's a bargain. It's like buying a haunted house. Well, but what's going to happen is someone's going to buy that place. I'm sure it's a lovely home. Mm -hmm. The market is what it is. Sure. Yeah, you don't have to tell me about the market. They're going to buy that house. They're going to be fucking chainsaw guys next door. They're going to be afraid of him, so they're never going to complain. They're never going to make too much noise. They're going to be terrified. All he has to do is never speak, because I'm assuming this guy's just a nice, run-of-the-mill, lovely human being. If he ever talks to them, they're going to realize he's not a scary guy. Oh, so he has yeah. the perfect scenario. He just can never talk to his neighbors. You or know what you got to watch out for? Which is what you want. It. That's what you want. <laughs> Ideally. I'm a homeowner. Mm. I know what you got to watch out for in a neighbor. Mm. Elderly Scientologist lady. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a concern. She's a lioness. Don't yeah. cross her. Mm-hmm. A lioness. She gave me a call. I'm that's, a lioness. Don't cross me. Said. We should say that's something, Jesse. She. That's something she said. Neighbor actually you. said to me. Yeah. I'm a lioness. Mm-hmm. Don't cross me. I'm a lioness. Well, to be fair, you were crossing her, though. So Yeah, did you cross her? So... What sort of energy were you putting in I had there? assumed she was a lioner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah or so a lion oh, You don't understand about From Thundercats? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you misheard her. Yeah. <laughs> She's a lioner. Well, my wife is a real Chitara, so... <laughs> she is... She is the uh, number two 50-plus... Lion-O cosplayer yeah. on yeah. the circuit. Yeah. There's a there's a lady in Tacoma that really right. nails it. I mean, she is really a, yeah. a sight to behold. I mean, her cheekbones give her an unfair advantage. It's to a natural fair. gift. Sure. She's, a, she's sort of a natural lion mm-hmm. And her sideburns. Mm-hmm. My neighbors don't respect me because I'm a Mumra cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Moss Man. Is that from Thundercats? No, that's from uh, Masters of the Universe. Oh, okay. Man, Masters of the Universe had a, had some bad villains. I'm the guy. Yeah. I'm the guy with the metal neck that. Extends oh, Mecha Neck. Mecha Bad guys. show. Oh, you know it's bad when you're a little kid and you're just like, guys, I have I have some pitches. <laughs> I got some. Yeah. Just the first thought, like, what uh, I'm thinking is, you take a man and you cover him in moss. Mm-hmm. And then what we're gonna call him, Morty? <laughs> um, well, I've got a I got a knockoff for the day. I can't. Hold on. Hold we, on, can we table Irv. this? Irv, I gotta take. Irv, hold I gotta on. pick it's up almost, my kids. Okay. Irv, my first on, thought Irv. is it's almost lunchtime. Let's just name the mossy guy. <laughs> my first thought is Clover King. Well, that doesn't make. You said you started with the moss. Well, I should be going A to C. Hey guys, you started with moss and now you want Clover. Hold on. Put the menus away. Put the menus away. 
Guys, I want to get that big sub. Can we just say Moss Man and go to lunch? Moss Can Man is fine. Moss Man. Are we all fine with Moss? That's Can we all... live with Moss Man? That's no. all we needed was a name. Next question. The Six Foot Club? After lunch. After lunch. We can't do that now. After lunch. No, I'm to... talking about lunch. It's hard to oh, name a Six Foot Club. It's confusing. We're trying to name He-Man's new weapons. I thought that was a new guy. I don't know. I'm trying to order a sandwich Is it any here. dumber than Mechanek? It's rough. We got to eat. This is what happens when you don't eat. 206-984-4FUN. Or just record a voice memo and email it to us. JJGo at MaximumFun. Let's hear those fan noises. Org. I'd love to hear some good <laughs> fan noises. I can't fall asleep without fan noises. <laughs> right. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. If you want to make ends meet in a hip town, the kind with great coffee, lots of dog parks, you're gonna need a side hustle. In Brooklyn, maybe you drive rideshare. In Fairhaven, it's more like... Well, it's more like slaying psychic beasts with your custom-balanced throwing knives. Hey, are you from Hunter? Uh, I guess so. Hold on, I have to ask you some stuff. Are you hurt? No. Do you feel yourself developing strange powers? I mean, I saw a ghost once. Uh, Okay, I'm going to put down no. Okay. So, you're having some sort of monster issue. Oh, um, it's like a pod, I guess? Um, here it is. Is is that what you call it? Like, Like a pod? Yeah, pod works. Oh, it's opening! Morgan leaps back and positions the metal spear she's been carrying on her back. She points it towards the bug, which swipes the spear away just as an electrical bolt fires from the tip. It hits the gate to a petting zoo, and a bunch of baby goats come streaming out. Can we just take a moment to appreciate how cute this is? It's great. I hope someone's filming it. Oh my god, I just love baby goats. (laughs) Bubble, the sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble. everybody, Hal Lublin and Mark Gagliardi from We Got This here to talk about our upcoming live shows. Why don't you tell everybody the details about our show in Philadelphia? Sure. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go down to Philadelphia Improv Theater, okay? I'm going to do it on Saturday, June 23rd, okay? There are two shows. One is 5 o'clock show. There's an 8 o'clock show. At 8 o'clock show, you can get a VIP ticket and hang out with us at 7 p.m. for like a whole hour. We'll sign something for you. You can hang out. You can talk to us. And then come see a show. Both shows are going to be completely different now. Both shows? Both shows are going to be different. Here's I sounded the, like a British actor trying to do a Philadelphia accent. Yeah. You, you can look up Philadelphia Podcast Festival. You can look that up and get tickets there. Or you can go to Philadelphia Improv Theater, to the Fit Theater, P-H-I-T, uh, and you can get tickets there. Or you can just go direct at bit.ly forward slash we got philly 2018 that's w-e-g-o-t-p-h-i-l-l-y 2018 it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Nick Repeat Adams. I want to thank everybody involved in the production of Bubble. I especially want to point out 
uh, our producer Ben Walker, our mm-hmm. producer Julia Smith, who've been working so hard. Absolutely. Uh, and I want to say this, Jordan. We had, as we record this, just last night, we had the premiere of Bubble. Mm-hmm. And uh, here in Los Angeles at the Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth. Mm-hmm. John Hamm was there. John Hamm was there. Uh, I believe, did I see John Krasinski and Emily Blunt? I think they were there? I think they were. I didn't Absolutely. get a chance to talk to them. I did. Yeah. I saw John Hamm six days ago. Yeah. I went to a thing. I went to a thing. Paul Feig invited me to a tailoring-related event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, I can't miss this. Went there. God, there's Hambone. Right there in front of me. He's doing clear, comedy now. Yeah. Clear as day. He's doing comedy. Can I tell Great. you? That's what we needed. Can, <laughs> can I offer That's you? That's what we need is good looking guys being funny. <laughs> can I offer you an insight about John Hamm? Hmm. Very handsome man. Interesting. I'll yeah. look into that. He looked well. Mm. He looked, <laughs> yes. He looked Easy good. on the eyes. Yeah, it was a nice, smooth, easy situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What are we talking about? We're thanking people who are involved in Bubble. I just wanted to say that you guys did a Q&A. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking delight. There was a live reading with mm-hmm. almost the full cast. Almost everybody made it. Tavi Gevinson obviously lives in New York. Some delightful ringers. Few delight- Mark Gagliardi came in and killed it. Talk about delightful mm-hmm. ringers. Yeah, Rob Hubel was on an airplane. He can't be there. That's true. Gagliardi can do it. We just I think mean... Gagliardi is in the actual series. Yeah. Not as the character he played last night. But you're going to hear Gagliardi... Throughout the run of the show, because he's so versatile, he's sort of a running gag. Yeah, Liardi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that was a real fucking hoot, Jordan. So thank fun. you, uh, thank you for doing that. Like I had such a great time at that fucking thing. Yeah, it was a blast, and yeah, people have been really, really cool about Bubble so far. Definitely everybody who came to that event and people who are chatting about it online. We really appreciate it. We took wire service photos. There you go, photos yeah. for the wire service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's something uh, our publicist Emily. She's like, you're going to want to take some photos for the wire wire service. Get yourself a, no. That's get yourself what a you just You're just like, yep. What is it? Of course. Yes, that is something we should do. That definitely is a something I know. Yes. It is. I know what that is. Step and repeat. Step yeah. and repeat. Um, but yeah, it's been so fun so far. Thank you to everybody who's been checking out Bubble. Uh, it's uh, well, Yeah, we worked hard on it, and we like it. Yeah. Thanks to everybody who's checked it out. Thanks to everybody who shared it with somebody. Thanks to everybody who's been writing about it, reviewing it in Apple Podcasts, uh, clicking on it here and there. Here, there, and everywhere. Um, eh, it means so much to us. Thank you very, very totally. much. Nick, what a joy it's been to have you here. Always a pleasure. And what a joy it's been to have your help with our uh, new hit podcast. It was really fun, man. It's amazing yeah, to see thanks. this thing uh, flower and grow and see all these really talented people uh, see what I saw in it, what you guys saw in it, and how but how big of a world it could be. I was I was at that premiere, and I said to, I'm sitting there in the audience mm-hmm. with our friend Steve Agee. He's great. Also in the show. Yeah. In a future episode. Yeah. Nice enough to come out to the premiere. Mm-hmm. You know why? All class. Mm-hmm. Sitting there with the great Steve Agee. I'm looking up at that stage. And I see my friends Jordan and Nick. I think, hey, there's my buddy from college and my buddy from college from an internet message board. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, I've known those guys for 20 years. A long time. 20 years I've known those guys. Now we have our own show. Yeah. Good for us. Very excited about it. It was a real heartwarming situation. Yeah, uh, man, so great to work with you on Bubble Nick. You're oh. you're uh, one of the funniest guys around, and your and your storytelling expertise uh, was was uh, really really appreciated. You know Thanks, what man. I always Thank like you. to say, Jordan. At the end of the day, when it all comes down to it, when the rubber hits the road, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're just storytellers. Sure. I mean, just, just a bunch of cavemen sitting, sitting around a fire, fire drawn on a wall. We like yeah. the narrative. Piss, mm-hmm. Pissing on the embers. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving no trace. Sure. That's Flaring the, the base. Is that Flaring the, first the base. Is just... that the first critic? Yeah. yeah. We're just the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, 
great hunt <laughs> great hunt had third act problems <laughs> don't recap the whole thing jesus yeah well, <laughs> well spoilers <laughs> Wool- woolly mammoth must save cat oh sure yeah <laughs> by cat i mean saber tooth tiger <laughs> which is only cat we are aware of <laughs> We will meet cats later and domesticate them. <laughs> this story, no good. You should learn from my story how to tell story. <laughs> I speak English pretty good for caveman, <laughs> but bad for English speaker. <laughs> this better well, I'm than, just Frankenstein. <laughs> trust me, broken English better than subtitles. People know like me. People know like me. Like no, people know like Seems green. highfalutin. <laughs> Seems foreign. Yeah, better for broken English. <laughs> Even when we talk to people whose language we share, we should speak bad English to one another. We should have dubbed part of second act that takes place in Land of Ugg. Yeah. You know how it is. Fucking did did, did the whole thing in Uggish. Did the whole thing in Uggish with subtitles. Don't even have written language at the time. Sure. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. Okay. Our producer is Brian Sonny D. Fernandez. You can join us. On the internet, uh, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Like Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook. On Twitter, at Nick Adams Web, at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris. And with the hashtag Bubble Show, which is the perfect place to share all your soapiest adventures. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.